Hello and welcome to episode 23 of UConn 360. It's the only podcast in the entire galaxy that covers the University of Connecticut from every angle. And we are coming to you on December 26th. It is the last episode of 2018. Joining me for this momentous occasion, as always, Julie Bartuka. Happy holidays. Ken Best. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. And for this final episode of 2018, we wanted to do something a little different. We want to take a, a, a detour from our normal format, maybe do something a little more lighthearted, a little more easy breezy. For the three listeners for the who are <laughs> tuning into this one. Maybe four. Maybe four. Definitely Hi, one of them. Steve. Shout out to Stephen Winchell. We're going to have a quiz for you. We're going we're gonna to go back over some of the highlights of 2018 in audio form. Um, and we're going to hear some New Year's resolutions from uh, our talented coworkers, some of whom are very funny. I thought so anyway. Some of whom are not. Is that so, what you're saying? Some people literally hid from me. <laughs> yes. I took a picture of our coworker Leonard hiding under a table. Some people literally heard when I, they hid from me when I said I was coming to record their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> not the first time people have hid from me. Oh. Um, but I wanted to just uh, briefly uh, recap some major things that happened in UConn in the course of 2018. It was a year, uh, not necessarily a year of change so much as a year getting ready for change. Impending, Impending change. Impending change. Josh Newton, the head of the UConn Foundation. Uh, left for Emory. It was the year that the foundation recorded their best ever fundraising total. We did get at the end of the year a new dean in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences and a few weeks before that a new dean in the School of Agriculture, Health, and Natural Resources. Probably the biggest news of all though is President Susan Herbst announced that she'll be stepping down at the end of June 2019. So the search is on for a new president. Ending soon we hope, right? I believe so. Very exciting stuff. We'll, we'll, miss we'll let you know, Susan. Yes, we. Yeah, will. you'll, you'll find You out might about not it. hear it here first, but you will hear it here. You'll hear. You'll hear it here, and you can go to today.ucon.edu. So yeah, so it's been a big year. Uh, a lot of change coming. A lot of change in 2019. It was a huge year. It was. Um, I was looking at all the kind of retrospectives that we published on UConn today. There was some really good stuff that I had forgotten even happened. So go check out. You know, we have a year in review of pictures. We're taking here. What else? But most important, what? the UConn 360 podcast started. The year. UConn 360 podcast did? That is the most important that news is the most that came important out of the University of Connecticut of the year, this year. The most epic, cha- life-changing news. And we won an award. It was life-changing for us. <laughs> it was, it made it was our lives a little bit more fun. It was life-changing for us. Yeah. And as I reminded someone, we can't hang it on the wall in here because it's got stuff on the wall to yeah. keep the sound in. We don't want the sound to go out. True. We're still searching for we'll a, a Or actually the sound to come in. Forgot to, to mention sense. Danny Hurley, the new basketball coach. Oh, that's, that's right. That's new, another big change. New change. A big I, one. I should talk with him and we'll, we'll call it a couple of guys from Jersey just talking. There you we'll go. We'll do that. You should awesome get some that. hoagies. Fraps. <laughs> we digress. No, this is the good stuff. This is what people tune into. This is why they hit download. Mm-hmm. But as, as Ken mentioned, the biggest change was UConn 360. So we know that all of you listening are faithful UConn 360 fanatics who have UConn 360 tattoos and have alienated yourself from your loved ones because you talk about UConn 360 so much. So you will get all these right. But Julie has made a quiz. Are you saying we're the CrossFit of podcasts? <laughs> so Julie has a quiz of UConn 360. A pop quiz. Pop quiz. Yes. Test so your knowledge. Test big, our knowledge. Ken and I. I've testing, never heard these yes. questions before. I'm never. I'm testing your knowledge. I'm a big Jeopardy and, you know, who wants to be a millionaire fan. So I get to be Alex Trebek today. Or Alexis I don't, I don't have a mustache, though. All right. Uh, I'm just going to give you some quotes with no context whatsoever that you've never heard before. Never heard these questions. And you're going to try to guess who said them on this podcast. So it could be one of us. It could be one of our guests. And what 
they were talking about. So first one, we're going way back with this one. Remember the oily guy from Tonga? <laughs> that's it? Yep, that's the quote. Who said you that? You said that. I did say that. What was I talking about? The Olympics. Oh, that was an easy one. Where else would we be talking about Tonga? This was first episode, our discussion of alumni Felicia George, who won the bronze medal in bobsledding for Canada in the Olympics. I regaled us with the fun fact about Pita Taufatofwa, who made waves as a flag bearer in his traditional Tongan garb, which was uh, included him being shirtless and covered in coconut oil. He liked participating in the Rio Olympics so much, where he competed in Taekwondo, that he decided to cross-country ski in the Winter Olympics, and he only trained for 12 weeks in actual snow before he did that. So that was fun. It's, it's a look that he made work. Not many men could he pull it He definitely did make it work. It definitely was not something that anyone else should try. No. <laughs> All right. Not um, in this room. Not in this room. <laughs> not, no, not in this building. I'm moving on. To put those two together is enough to make you shiver. I'm not big on material things. A book is really just paper, and a desk is really just wood, and green paint in this case, but to see them together really made a difference for me. Who's that? I don't know. That's Thor. Ken knows. I talked with Robert Thorson. He was talking about Henry David Thoreau. Yes. Somebody, one library had his desk, one library had his journal, and then finally they put them together for this beautiful exhibit. And Because, magical. well, it, it was the fact that he wrote the guide to Walden Pond, mm -hmm. and they brought the two pieces together for the first time because they did separate many, many years ago. Many years ago. All right. Next quote is... What, no whales? <laughs> I think I said that. I think Ken said that. And that would have been about our, our disappointing lack of listenership in the continent of Oceania. Yes. Episode three. But it's funny how easily you're able to recall that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's burned into my mind because of the shame of not having... We do now have listeners, or we had some downloads We have listeners Oceania. everywhere now. Every continent. Yeah. All right, I'm going to redact a professor's name so that I don't give this one away. There was one man who was watching Dr. Blank's coat, and he said he wouldn't give it back unless we did another song. What's that about? I've, I've, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Ken? That was the choir's trip to Europe when uh, somebody needed to watch uh, Professor Spillane's coat, so they, uh, and if, he, if they did that, they, they would be able to sing. Yes, he was so happy with their singing that he wanted more, and he wouldn't give the coat back. We're going to hear from them a little later in the podcast. Um, I'm realizing as I go through this that almost everyone on this list, other than me and Aaron Brochu, who said that, is a man. I don't know what that's about, guys. Well, you made the, who I made did the make the list. I did. I'm regretting it. Anyway, uh, who said, some students actually tape recorded my lectures and put them on a master tape and played them as they drove around campus. Oh, that was... Uh... You know what? You 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 tipped me off because you said that everyone is a man except for... Oh, sorry. That's Dick Kohanic. That is Dick Kohanic. Dick Kohanic is Professor Emeritus of Accounting, who actually became a prolific artist later in life. And he's lovingly remembered by many, including me, who had him as a student, as UConn's own Mr. Rogers type figure. He's a great guy. Very sweet man. Um, how about, in a very narrow technical sense, he does not exist? <laughs> uh, is that your uncle? 
It's not my uncle, but it's about my uncle. That was you talking about Your Bill uncle X. does exist, though. I want to be clear. Yeah, uncle certainly exists. That was you talking about Bill X. Carlson, who is a fictional person who won student government president election and happened to be the creation of my uncle, Barry Berman, and his friend, Bill Frackless, both alums. And we talked about that in episodes two and three, I believe. And Bill Carlson, despite having not existed, won the election. Who said, I took the plaque that they gave me and had a few choice words and threw it into the Gulf of Mexico. This is one of my favorite stories of any UConn-affiliated person. So you remember who it was? Yep. That's Coach Penders. Coach Penders. At our live. At our live and better than ever podcast. He reflected on how he tried to get his team revved up by um, throwing his Coach of the Year plaque into the ocean before a conference championship game. Uh, Except as he noted, he wished he would have done it closer to the game because they lost the next game yes yes I, they were revved up for the for the night but not for the actual to get us game. fired up i'm going to throw our marcom award don't into do Swan it Lake. tom <laughs> i'll order another one i'll pay out of my own pocket you have to pay for awards you guys um all right who said skull and bones and scroll and key and sc- <laughs> hold on i gotta start over who said skull and bones and scroll and key and seals and crofts and all those it must have been someone very handsome and very intelligent. <laughs> two for two, Tom. <laughs> That's you, Tom. <laughs> what? Oh, wow. Yeah, so modest. Wow. You are naming some Yale secret societies or, you know, some bands from the 70s. Uh, telling us about Yukon Secret Society, which was called the Druids, an all-male. We're sensing a trend here. Secret society that lasted three decades and wasn't really that secret because they were always pictured in the yearbook. I think Skull and Bones is uh, now it's co-ed. Really? Yeah, I think it is. Well, the Druids. I was talking about the No, Druids, Druids were never co-ed. Yeah, they were all, Druids all, was all male. They did have one woman. They there did. Was, in the whole history of the Druids, there was one woman during the war. She must have been a really cool woman. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, Ken has some audio highlights of UConn 360, our year, looking back. Ken, what are we going to listen to? Well, we're going to listen to some of the stories that I put together, which I think are kind of timely in, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, this first clip is from Professor Kenneth Fuchs, who was just nominated for a Grammy Award for his fifth recording, uh, fourth at the London Symphony Orchestra, I believe, uh, Spiritualist. It never grows old. It's very special each time. I recorded my first two LSO discs actually at a fantastic venue called LSO St. Luke's, which is the London Symphony Orchestra's educational and recording facility. When we went to Abbey Road for my third and then fourth and fifth discs, it was a very special moment. It always feels like the first time. It, to walk up those stairs and through the double doors and, and into the reception area to realize that so many artists of all styles of music have recorded at that studio and then to walk down the halls and see the hundreds of pictures of the superstars in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music who have have made recordings there is thrilling. It's inspiring, intimidating in the best sense. It makes you want to do your best when you're there. And I'm very grateful that we've had three opportunities to do so. And uh, he's doing some publicity and uh, we'll be doing more after the first of the year because the Grammys are February 10th. Congratulations to him. Congratulations, Professor. It's very nice. Good luck. Do you think any grindcore artists have uh, recorded at the fabled Abbey Road (laughs) studio? Do you think those are some pictures on the wall? I hope not. What's Uh, next? Well, we have uh, just... Our our uh, pace is just killer this this week. We're really doing well. Well, just yesterday, uh, Holmes and Watson opened the comedy version of Sherlock Holmes. 
that opens on Christmas Day. And we, I spoke with uh, Professor Pam Bedore, who's at our Avery Point campus, and she teaches classes on uh, detective novels. And Sherlock is a favorite. And we spoke just as the new series, season series of Elementary was about to begin. Sherlock Holmes is a funny character. Almost every adaptation plays up the humor of his single-mindedness. And we, his quirks. And his quirks, exactly. He's a very eccentric character. But we as a reader, we often end up identifying more with Watson, who's just an everyday guy who's looking at his friend and thinking, wow, that guy's so smart and so crazy at the same time. He's trying to cope with him. And that's what I really like about Elementary is that I feel like the Lucy Liu character, the way that they've written that show, she actually, more than other Watsons, deals with his illness. You know, she deals with his addiction. There are a lot of jokes in that show. It's a very funny show in a lot of ways, but it's also a very serious show. To be who he is, Sherlock Holmes is also somewhat tortured, and that makes a lot of sense. Pam is great to talk with. She has done her second great course project. And if you read certain magazines where they have these big, splashy advertisements, you can uh, decide that you want to learn from Professor Bedore. I want to go. That makes it sound unsavory. It's like the New York Times book review magazine. It's not like, you know, when you say certain magazines, it's not like <laughs> they're, like, they're you know, well, they're, they're reputable, reputable upstanding yes. publications. She can talk to you about epistemology, She's which is super. her favorite word. She's super engaging. She I want to go listen to her. All right. So, uh, what's next? Demon Barber of Fleet Street. No, Fleet Street. Not, we're we're, we're going to go back. To, we're going to go back to the theater, to the arts, and the my childhood crush. Your childhood crush, the, the artistic director of the Connecticut Repertory Theater Summer Program, the Nutmeg Summer Theater, as they call it, Terrence Mann. It's what you do, I think. It well, it is. Yeah, Ken, it is. It's. A, it is what I do. It's like a gym rat, you know. Once a gym rat, always a gym rat. If you if you want to play basketball, then you're going to play basketball, whether you're in the pros or whether you're out on some asphalt court, you know, on on the side of the road. You know, you you love the game. I, I love the game of theater and all its aspects. We recorded that on the third floor of this building oh. last. And you didn't Spring. take him to meet me. I think I was out that day. You were out that day. I know. I He's looked amazing. For you. I saw him in Sweeney Todd here. It was incredible. And uh, those are my highlighted clips that I prepared. We've had some big guests on here. We have had some big guests on here. And we have more coming up, I think. We do. Heck yeah, we're not done yet. No, I mean, not I by a long shot. we got about four or five of them in the can already. We just haven't produced them. You go. Probably if you listen to this podcast... Um, the only people you know of at University of Communications are the three of us because there's no reason necessarily that you'd know other people. At University well, well of they've heard Elena. Yes. They have heard Elena. That's true. But we work with very talented people and all kinds of different talents, all different fields, graphic design, marketing. <laughs> I like how graphic design is the only one That's the only one I can think of. That's it. We just work with graphic we designers. We have web developers. We Videographers. Have writers. Photographers. Editors. Everybody, amazing people. It's a great group of people, and so I wanted to spotlight just a few of them. Um, they didn't want to be spotlighted. They literally hid from me, but uh, I was able to corner some of them uh, and force them to tell us their New Year's resolutions. So let's listen. I'm here with Steve Chris, University of Communications. Steve, you do a little bit of everything, right? Is that fair to say? I do. Yes, absolutely. Photos, uh, a little bit of scheduling, some print production work. So yeah, a little bit of everything. And what is your New Year's resolution for the year 2019? 
I want 2019 to be uh, a little more adventure. So I want to bring adventure to my life in 2019. We're going to check back in 12 months and see how you did in terms of adventure. (laughs) Exactly. I am Tracy Anderson. I'm the director of marketing, and my New Year's resolution is to live in the moment. Um, I'm Elena Hancock. I'm a writer, and my New Year's resolution is to keep riding my bike to work all winter. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) You can't beat the parking. My name's Christine Balestrini, and my New Year's resolution is to keep continuing being strong. Hi, it's Stephanie Reitz. I'm the university's spokesperson. Uh, My resolution, I'm actually a little bit embarrassed to say this. Um, There are a lot of buildings at UConn stores that I have not been in. I've been here almost seven years now, and there are a lot that I go to all the time. Uh, But I realize that there are a lot that I talk about or I hear about that I actually haven't set foot in. There are just a lot of buildings that a lot of people spend time in that I, for one reason or another, have not gotten into. So... I definitely want to try to get into as many buildings as I can. I will add a little codicil that I'm not going to do this with the dorms because that's where it starts getting a little a little creepy. <laughs> and I don't want to be that person. Um, so if you see me kind of wandering randomly in the halls, that's me kind of trying to understand the buildings. This is Leonard Blanks. And I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing for the new year. I'm Brett Eckhart. I'm the director of multimedia. And my New Year's resolution is to live more in the moment uh, to not worry about all the possibilities of the future, but just try to enjoy each day as it comes. Tom Reddick, I'm a videographer, University Communications, and my resolution is to hydrate more. Lisa Stepak here, I'm the editor of Yukon Magazine, and I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and how I always overdo it. I think the reason I never keep any of them is that I have way too many of them. So this year, just the one. I'm going to set tons of alarms so that I never miss a single UConn 360 podcast. That is, yes. And that is great advice, not just for our colleague Lisa Stepak, but for everyone in 2019. Don't miss a single episode. Binge, binge us, catch up. Of UConn 360. Stay current. So um, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, you know where to find us at UConn Podcast. But Ken, you've got an, an outro for us. You're gonna, we're going we're gonna to be um, played out musically. Yeah, yes, we thought a, a good way to go out would be to uh, go back to Europe with the UConn Concert Choirs. Uh, and the song that was the go-to song whenever they were standing around waiting for a bus, waiting to get into some place to uh, perform or to to sightsee in, Professor Jamie Spillane would say, Unclouded Day. And that would be the song that the 64 voices would immediately begin. Just one, two, three, boom.
It was like listening to the Beach Boys out on the, ba- on the beach, but they were in Europe. 